0: welcome back to the cheeky crypto podcast with your host mike and jb many thanks for listening in liking and subscribing if you haven't done so do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all those little notifications we really do appreciate it if you haven't joined the discord or patreon link is in the description down below a fantastic community talking crypto 24 7 guarantee you won't be disappointed and most importantly it's absolutely free to join now let's get into some crypto and macro talk today, Mr. JB. How you doing, brother?
1: Very good. Thank you very much. Had a good couple of days staring at the charts. Some
0: exciting moves have happened, guys. I hope you've all been safe. How the hell are you, Mike? Hey, man, I'm good. Don't lie. You really haven't been staring at charts. You've been staring at Call of Duty for the last two days. <laughs> I've been getting my ass whipped at Call of Duty. It makes me careless. Kind of <laughs> hey, you know, I love some Call of Duty. In fact, if anybody that's listening to this is in the Discord and you guys play Call of Duty, specifically Warzone, please give me and JB a shout because we, uh, we've uh we been playing quite a bit. And uh, obviously, we play super late at night. But, hey, it's been fun. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Big morning this morning for some reason on CNBC, they had a business round table in the, in the U S and they had all the big CEOs. Basically they had an airline industries. um, I think Exxon CEO was on there also because basically they're just an overall global chit chat, right? Like airlines basically saying travel is insane right now. And it's funny because all the narrative that, that we hear JB is, you know, recession, recession, recession. And then all these CEOs are coming on saying everybody's spending their money. So um, there is some tip for that tat, though, I think. Um, uh, what do you guys hear uh, where you're at? Like, what do you guys hear on the news as far as a recession is concerned and, and et cetera?
1: It's brushed over lightly. They don't want It's kind of the same as America. They don't want to talk about being a recession. We know We are in one, but they never publicly say, look, this is where we are. We are in a recession. There's been some chatter on TV. Um, There's a guy that's quite big over here. You'll have no idea who he is. He's called Jeremy Vine. Um, He recapped it, I think it was yesterday or the day before, on morning television about how 18-year-olds back in yesteryear could afford a mortgage at £51,000 when the average wage was £11,500. Now the average wage is 18000 pounds whereas the average mortgage price is 225 thousand pound so it's went from 4.4 times your wage to 14 eh, 14 times your wage
0: so if that doesn't tell you you're in a stickiest position what does yeah I think that's more so guided towards the housing industry and the you know mortgage rates and things like that I'm talking about like lights and food and you know, we know we know mortgages are going to go up because the feds continue to drive the um, interest rates up, basically. like We know that's going to happen, right? And so I think that's the start of what's to come as far as the recession is concerned. Housing prices go up, everything goes up, and then people start getting laid off. So what was interesting is I was listening to JP Morgan, CEO, this morning, and I'm going to tie it back into crypto eventually, but basically he was saying that in the U.S., the U S consumer has roughly a trillion dollars of savings. Okay. And I guess he's taken that based off JP Morgan, their bank. Um, and he said within three to six months, that will probably be wiped out, but it will be wiped out primarily because of inflation. People are spending right now, right? So there there's money still in savings, but people are spending and inflation, dude, I, I finally have been kind of paying attention a little bit to how much I spend on an everyday basis, just a little bit, just to see. And what I used to go to, I get breakfast at Chick-fil-A. Everybody knows that. I go and get chicken biscuits, right? Six months ago, I could go and get my same meal for roughly probably, I don't know, 10 bucks. This morning, it was $14. And so it's already gone up just in you know, that little time. So diet Coke's. For instance, like I hate to bring that up, but like a single diet Coke, I could go to the store and I could buy it for $1.29. This morning, I bought them for $1.89. So you're seeing that it's coming up, it's creeping up on everyone. But it was interesting to hear uh, from Jamie Dimon, the CEO and chairman of JP Morgan, just his like overall mindset on a recession himself the Walmart CEO, everyone assumes in the next three to six months, we will hit a recession, right? So what's your take on that, JB? I know you guys are not in the States, but as far as we've talked about it before, consumer products, right? Food, energy costs. They did a big energy segment this morning on CNBC talking about Europe and basically like you guys are screwed in the winter essentially is that correct <laughs> yeah so
1: we're not in the states but i would like to say we are in a state we are not in a good place we see it, food shopping's going up i've covered it in the other podcast there but like by average because it's just me and my wife my average weekly food shop in one store would be 40 pound it's now roughly 51 pound so there's a jump there. You add that up every week, you know, we're, we're we're spending more money. But you see that in every store we go to, on the four courts where we get our petrol or our diesel, the guys that are charging electric cars, the prices of all that's going up. So all of this combined is tying into the, the government getting the money back. You can see that we do still have our savings. We spoke about it with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. People are still willing to spend money on assets that they do not need. This then... T- ties you back into the fact that we're not in a recession yet. Once this all starts to deplete and people don't have that money, that's when we officially start a recession. And we haven't felt that yet. The, the spending is still going on.
0: Yeah, there's still layoffs happening. You know, this morning they were talking about GameStop was laying off. Um, and then there was another company yesterday that, that announced that they were starting to layoffs. Look, the layoffs have started, right? And I think it was a couple of weeks ago that Meta started laying people off. Um, Amazon. Uh so the big dogs had started laying off, which then transfers down to the little ones, uh, littler companies, you know, such as a GameStop, for instance, that you know, now they're starting to lay off people too. So uh I don't think I've felt it here where I live as far as layoffs are concerned. And I don't think you're going to. I think it's on a larger scale. You might, you know, if you're in the corporate industry, you might hear about it a little bit more, but I don't. But I think. I think we're in for a wild six to 12 months. Um, I do think stocks will bottom out. I do think Bitcoin will bottom out eventually. Eventually, it'll just get to a point where people just don't want to sell anymore. Um, But I I, I do think the pain of everyday living is coming, especially for those that, that just don't make a ton of money, right? Like, I think that's going to be the problem buying milk, buying, you know, do you go buy your kid this new coloring book or do you buy milk, right? Like, I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the biggest problem is that the families that don't earn enough money are the ones that are going to feel it the most. And that's it's just the most horrible thing to hear. You know, the single mums, the families that don't have big incomes, that maybe have issues for whatever reason, doesn't matter. They're, they are the ones that are going to feel it the worst. And unfortunately, it's not until they do feel it, then we may start to see a reversal of what's going on. But you're totally right there. It's the families that don't earn the big wages that, um, you, that will feel it the worst.
0: Yeah, and tying this back into crypto, right? Like that's we do a crypto podcast. Um, so J.P. Morgan's uh, CEO Jamie Dimon came out and said, uh, "Here, I'm going to read it for verbatim." Uh, crypto is a complete sideshow. You guys spend too much time on it talking about the CNBC commentators, and he says uh, crypto is is like pet rocks. It's basically how he described crypto and its tokenomics, right? But here's the interesting thing. There's a guy on Twitter named the Wolf of All Streets. His, here's, here's what he had to say. Jamie Dimon says crypto is a sideshow that the media spends too much time on, while JP Morgan offers more crypto services to clients, plans a crypto wallet, and utilizes their own blockchain for payments, etc. Now, he follows with that, watch what they do, not what they say. And it's interesting that he brings that up because I think Nick and Chris have been saying that all along, right? Watch what they do, not what they say. Watch what the whales do. Watch what the Kraken do. If you guys are following Nick and Chris on Twitch, they cover it every single morning, right? We're watching what the big dogs do with their money. We're not watching what they say, right? We got to watch the actions of these people. JB, what's your take on that?
1: I'd like to know how much crypto he holds. The guy who said crypto is like pet rocks you're deluded if this guy doesn't have crypto he wants to jump back in nice and low once he's spread the fud that that crypto is nothing it's never going to become nothing he'll scoop up a huge bag and ride it all the way up
0: yeah so i i'm sure okay so just in fairness since i'm sure jamie diamond watches our podcast right (laughs) Um, i just want to make sure i clear up he said he is bullish on blockchain technology now I think he's more so geared towards. I think his comments, from what he said, was basically towards. There's twenty two thousand freaking cryptocurrencies, yeah. right? So I'm sure it's geared more towards like coins that don't have any utility, things not like Cardano, right? More so like, uh, yeah. the, the airplane went down, Enu, right? Yeah. Like those <laughs> those those types of coins is probably more so what he's referring to. I'm sure they hold Bitcoin. I'm sure Jamie Dimon holds Bitcoin. He's never going to tell anybody that he that he owns it. But um, yeah, there was another article um, that I wanted to bring up that I have now lost. So bear with me one second. Um, that was talking about Goldman Sachs. Oh, of course I've lost it. Goldman. Oh, here it is. Goldman Sachs. Basically, there's a on, on CoinDesk came up as uh, first mover America's Goldman to spend big on crypto post FTX. So Basically, it says, uh, investment bank Goldman Sachs is looking to spend tens of millions of dollars on crypto firms whose valuations have been hit after the implosion of crypto exchange FTX. Goldman sees a need for trustworthy and established players in the crypto market. We do, this is quote unquote, we do see some really interesting opportunities priced much more sensibly, end quote, Matthew McDermott, Goldman's head of digital assets, told Reuters. Do I say that right? I bet I don't say that right. Yeah. Reuters. Reuters. Okay. So that's now, so now JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, both bringing up the conversation about crypto. So JP, what's your take? You know, obviously this is going to lead into a much bigger topic, um, which if you want to go ahead and get into it now with the bank of England and regulations that is coming out of, um, y'all's neck of the woods, do you want to go ahead and get into that now since we're covering banks?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll jump quickly, touch on um, Goldman Sachs. Obviously, they sure. do see the opportunity here for crypto, quite rightly so. Anyone that's involved with money only wants one thing more money. Exactly. So, they invest in something that's in their eyes is not dying out, that's the wrong terminology, but as a relatively low price to where it should be. All that's going to happen there is they'll invest into it, they'll develop it more, they'll probably develop it better, and fundamentally, they'll make more money. That's all they're interested in doing here. So I'm happy that Goldman Sachs are involved here. I'm happy JP Morgan are talking about it. You've got two massive players talking crypto. It's exactly what we want to see in this space. Moving on, we are talking about crypto being regulated in the United Kingdom. Good news, I think. Very good news. Now, this all goes back to February this year. So at the time, Rishi Sunak was the chancellor. He is now our prime minister here. And they are talking about effective regulations that would help Britain become the global hub for crypto asset technology and would encourage the businesses of tomorrow to invest and scale up on the UK shores. This is all good. This was back in February. Excuse me. Now, on December 5th, this was again through Reuters. Um, There was another statement released, and it is now that the Britain's Treasury uh, is finalising plans for a package to regulate the cryptocurrency industry, including limits on foreign companies selling into the UK and restrictions on advertising. They also touched that the package will give the FCA, which is the Financial Conduct Authority, broader powers to regulate the sector, including um, how they monitor how firms operate and advertise their products. There there will also be restrictions on companies selling into the British market from overseas, as well as plans for how crypto firms can be wound down, leading on from what happened with FTX.
0: So is the FCA similar to the SEC?
1: Essentially, that's that's who governs um most things money in the UK. So the likes of know your client, um, anti-money laundering, all that runs through
0: the FCA. So the FCA, so so. The United Kingdom has essentially said the FCA is going to be the ones that oversee regulations of crypto. Is that correct? Well, that's
1: a fantastic segue because that was my next thing I was going to talk on oh, okay. who's, <laughs> who's going to regulate it. And then, in 2018, there was a joint task force set up. So it was the FCA, which is independent bodies regulating the markets, the treasury, which is obviously the government, and the Bank of England. Oh, that's interesting. the Bank of England being involved with crypto, this is what we want to see. The Bank of England is obviously the big power over here in the UK. We want to see them getting involved in crypto.
0: So when you say regulating, I I know you're not the one that wrote the article and did the article, but is there a way for you to expand on what you mean by regulating? Did they go into, in the article itself, did they go into in-depth? I'm just curious because... Obviously, the states is trying its best to get into that too. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so they're likely to um, prior authorize uh, issuers to operate capital and liquidity re- requirements. Um, they also have to audit, and um, mm. I don't know how how best to phrase this so it's accurate. They've basically got to show they have sufficient reserves held in high uh, liquidity assets um they'll have to prove they have kyc know your client know your customer aml which is anti-money money laundering requirements um yeah there's going to be a lot they have to have here so they can then operate out with the uk and i think there's a figure was also released it's like 80 percent or 85 percent of um 85 percent it is um, of firms applied to be regulated in the UK failed the FCA's anti money laundering tests so wow. it shows they are going to be very strict with who they allow to do
0: dealings within the UK yeah yeah the UK i, I think v just moved into to the europe too like it's it's europe is be, is becoming more of a hub for some of these businesses that operate in the crypto space um so Yep. yep. And then that's another segue. Which Just cut me really off. Sweet. Just cut me off. Don't even need. No, no, it's
1: fine. It <laughs> was a great segue because the last part I had to cover here was why they want to be involved here. And the United Kingdom is the leading decentralized finance spot in Europe, or one of the leading, sorry, um, in terms of adoption. Um, investors poured $170 billion into DeFi platforms between June 2020 and July 2021. And that was the most in Europe through that period. So, obviously, at, in that time, yeah, in that time, UK, we're still a part of Europe. We're now technically out of Europe, but it doesn't feel like it. So, yeah, then we're going to see big things coming off the back of
0: this. Yeah, I think the only positive news that could come out of the FTA, F, FTA FTX uh, downfall is regulation. I think that's going to be the, it, maybe it was the goal all along. Right. was for FTX to just crash and burn. And then that would just push everybody to, to do what they needed to do. Obviously there's hearings going on here in the States. December 13th is a hearing. Uh, Maxine is it, is it uh, Maxine Walters? I think uh, is the one that's, that's overseeing that um, and has on Twitter specifically uh, tweeted at SBF that he should uh, probably be there for a hearing. Now, whether or not that is a segue into cuffing that bastard, putting some cuffs on him. Um, I'm not sure, but he said he's open to testifying and coming to the state. So I don't know what the hell he'd be testifying for. Like all of this shit is just mind blowing to me. The fact that he's still not arrested is crazy to me, but we'll get into that another time. I think this is more so regulation talk. I think the States just has to figure out who the hell is going to regulate it. Who's going to oversee all of it. Um, I feel like the, Different sectors, the SEC and all of the other ones. I can't ever remember there. There's too many letters, right? Yep. Like I just can't remember. I need like a notepad in front of me or something. Um, we're still trying to decide who the hell is going to do that, right? Um, but I think that's great for Europe. I think that's in, I think it's insane that Bank of England is involved um, with the whole uh, regulatory side of things. It just shows big things. Maybe Europe does beat everybody to the punch, and maybe they're the first ones to actually regulate it correctly and. Maybe they'll be the uh, guinea pigs, right, for everyone else.
1: Yeah, definitely. The one thing I think is quite key here is the UK doesn't see crypto as a currency; it doesn't see it as a commodity, so it's going to be regulated, um, regulating the market, sorry, in a different way. So, the likes of your derivatives, they um, they will be regulated the same way as the market and financial instrument uh, directives are regulated. So, like stock trading, at have to comply to the same format to an extent it will be different because it's not actually uh, classed as a currency excuse me again it's going to be obviously under the e-money regulations but they they've obviously sat and thought about it we knew that Rishi Sunak our now prime minister was big on crypto he said that a long time back he wants the UK I think in specific London to be the hub for crypto in the UK quite frankly it'll be the It'll likely be the hub for crypto in Europe. We'd like to see that happen as well. But yeah, I do think big things are going to come off the back of this.
0: Is the article that you found, where was that? That was from, uh, who was
1: that
0: from? I've dissected about six different articles. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was looking through CoinDesk just now, and there was something that came out uh, this morning at like 7.45, um, saying UK financial regulators seeks comments on ad approval process that covers crypto. Only companies with FCA permission will be able to approve promotional material, and crypto firms will be hit once the financial services and markets bill becomes law. And it goes into a much deeper dive into you know what that meant and whatever. That's on CoinDesk for, for any yeah. of you guys.
1: I did have a good look through the Coindesk one as well. Um obviously the FT, I took quite a lot from there. And obviously Reuters, they 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 issued their own article on it as well. So it's just all these things. It's good to look at all these different sites, take what you can take from it and get the best understanding you can. I've kind of dissected, I'm sure it was around six articles and I've pieced together my understanding of how it is going to work. It may be different, but highly unlikely. This is the the way they, they have explained it in all the articles is the most likely way we're going to see crypto regulated in the United Kingdom.
0: Yeah, let's hope by 2024 all of this stuff is regulated, everybody's safe, and all the big institutions start throwing their money at this stuff, and then we can all actually be off to the races and making money, which now brings me back into another topic that you and I wanted to discuss was a specific tweet that one of our Discord members found of someone that had longed a specific coin and got absolutely wrecked. For how much, J.B.? Uh,
1: yeah, this is quite disgusting. So the guy longed BNX against uh, BNX paired up with USDT, a 5X long. He entered at $128.99. He tried to long this. It dropped to $86.87. So that's negative 242.83%. Now, the figure is Horrible. The figure is $185,762.32. Oh, USDT, sorry. The guy lost $185,000 $185, on a trade. Why? Why, Mike? Why has he lost this much
0: money? Oh, he's bored. No, he had no stop loss. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he yeah, had no stop loss. Oh, yeah, that's, that's stupid. Stupid. This is I don't like Look, I don't trade. I don't trade. So I don't, I don't you know, I, I just, it's interesting. You, you brought this article up to me beforehand. And there was, there was a couple guys in the Discord this morning that were thinking about longing ADA. And I was like, yes. what, which part of any of the TA or anything would make anyone right now want to, look, if you're risky, right? And everything that we just covered as far as risk, risk stuff, like with recessions coming, why you would risk your own capital right now. If 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 you really feel like you're ready to long and short things, by all means, do you. We're not financial advisors, but we're definitely here to to try to help people not get screwed kind of like this guy just did, right? It, it sounds like he maybe he got bored, right? And then all of a sudden he gets wrecked for 185 grand. So maybe the guy has a lot of money to lose, which is fine. But I think this just goes down to the point you know, JB that we always are covering right now. And Chris has been hammering away at this is like right now should be conserving capital, you know, and granted, I'm sure some of the guys that are in the discord, they're only trading money that they can afford to lose. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. We do expect more downside and then there will be a big swing opportunity at that moment. That's when I think maybe you could long projects like ADA and things like that. So for this guy to get wrecked, 185 grand sucks for him. Sorry to hear bro. But yeah, I'm definitely, saying but
1: what we need to, what we need to drill home here is risk management, right? If you are going to trade, maybe he looked at the one hour chart and yes, seen risk there was room on the stochastic RSI to move sure. up, whatever, right? But if you've got improper risk management, you're not in the market to trade. You're in the market to lose money. That's the short and sweet of it. If you don't have risk management, you're going to lose money. You have a stop loss. Granted, you might still lose money, but you're not going to lose bloody $185,000. You may lose a portion, but you'll never be hit as hard as that. So, draw this into your head. No risk management. Don't trade. Don't do it. There's no point losing all this money over something silly.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think we're in. I think we're just in a difficult space where any any news article could come out and completely reverse any structures that could be present. The crypto market as a whole is not big enough financially right now for little guys like us, right? Like a whale could come in, dude, I moved the market on some small projects and I, I it's very little money, but I can see my wicks, right? So if I could see my stuff on small coins, there could, any news can change at any time. The structures, the RSIs, the stock RSIs, everything, trend lines, patterns, whatever the hell you're looking at. It could go wrong based off one news article that comes out. So you just got to be careful. Make sure you have stop losses, all of that. Yes. The three Gs is one thing
1: just to keep in your head right now. Gemini, Genesis, Grayscale. Nobody knows what's going to happen there. We don't have dates. We don't have times when that's going to happen. You could just enter in a long position, forget to do a stop loss. If
0: these three come out in a negative way, that market's going Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah, look, I think trading right now is a way for you to make money in this boring time. But, I, but please, please, for the love of God, do not trade because you're bored. Go do something else. Go kick the fucking soccer ball. Go do something else. Like, don't you don't need to trade, right? Like, I catch myself all the time looking at stuff and looking at the price. And the price is the same that it's been fucking three weeks ago. So, you know, sorry for cursing, but it's just, it, it is what it is. We're in a bear market. It's going to continue. Until the global economic shit decides to turn around, we're going to continue to trade sideways or we're going to go down. Yeah.
1: If you're bored, you don't want to trade jump on college with your boys.
0: (laughs) Or jump into the discord chat crypto. You know, I'm excited because I actually am part of the inaugural Elliott wave theory training course that Nick has so graciously given us. Um, Pretty excited about it. I've only been through a couple of things. Obviously, I haven't had a lot of time, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I can go through it. But so far, so good. I mean, it's video and explanations going on during that. My English today is horrible. Like, I am the worst. I I don't know if it's because it's early morning. Maybe I'm better in the afternoon, but I cannot speak today. This is horrible. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for the course. 50 people um, in the beta course. We're kind of giving our feedback, taking a look at it. Um, but seems great. Seems great so far.
1: Yeah, back on that, there's there has been really good feedback. I've read through a lot of comments. Obviously, we we get to see the, the channel that the guys are talking in. Now the, the charts that um that they're getting demonstrated on the 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 diagrams have been preset in the course. Obviously, there are lots of feedback coming back. The guys on the course are talking between each other, like, Oh, what do you make of this part? What do you make of this? How do you see this working out? So I think it's been very, very productive. Everyone's helping each other out. Understand the course. Obviously, Nick is jumping in. Um, I think Festoon's been jumping in as well, talking to guys. So it's been very productive, and I think good things are going to come out of this course being released.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's great. Look, there we have a general side of the Discord that's free, and I know we always say it's free to join. It is free to join, right? But there is a Patreon side that you know. I think it's twelve dollars a month. Okay, in that in that group, that members area, that's where you have the potential to. Get involved with the Elliott Wave Theory. Look, 12 bucks a month, you can cancel whenever the hell you want, but it's definitely worth its weight in gold. TA, you can request TA. You can request all kinds of things. I mean, I I just think it's a great opportunity for people, especially right now, bear market, you're bored, get into a Discord, especially ours, where we're here to protect people, not hurt people, definitely not lie to people either, because there are some Discords out there that are a little eh, shady. We'll use that word, shady. Um, and I would steer clear from if if I were you guys.
1: Um, One massive thing I did miss out there is the project reviews. I've been making my way through a few yeah. project reviews that Chris writes up. By the way, fantastic. There's some 8.5, some 9 out of 10s, a couple of 0.5 out of 10s, but even these ones that are marked so lowly, I've found myself going in and reading them as to why they're marked down so lowly to get Chris's understanding of the, how these projects are working, the forecast for these projects, the fundamentals behind them, the teams, obviously the ones that don't look good, the ones that do look good. And it's helping me out in projects that, that I'm quite bullish on as well. There's a couple I would like to see come out, but um, yeah, the, the Discord is very good to be a part of the Patreon, the Traders tier. If you really want to get into the Traders tier, we're not far away from a bull market the traders tier is going to be huge then it is big now we do see a lot of trades getting spoken about nick's been posting up some shorts them um, that have came out recently so yeah the discord has been popping recently and i think it's only going to get busier
0: yeah over five thousand members sitting in the discord uh it's great so look market's about to open here uh in the states 9 30 in the morning looks like everything's kind of flat um i think we're definitely waiting for next week with uh Fed chair Powell and deciding, you know, is he going to do 50 basis points? Is it going to be 75? Is it going to be 25? I think it'll probably be 50 because that's what's kind of priced in. There is a chance that it's 75. There's been way too much good news and in the States right now, good news is bad news for the market. So it's unfortunate, but you know, so we'll, we'll have to see what happens next week. I think next week will be a volatile week. Um, I think there's something else that comes out next week. Is it CPI that comes out next week? Uh,
1: probably, possibly yeah possibly i
0: think cpi also either comes out the end of this week or comes out the beginning of next week plus you have fed chair pal uh on wednesday of next week so um is that right or is that wrong it could be wrong
1: yes cpi is definitely not this week this week's pretty flat there's a couple of quarter three um figures come out on wednesday i think
0: oh so unemployment think, comes out
1: oh, unemployment i think that's thursday or friday this week for
0: usa but i, I think cpi maybe next week Yeah, a couple other things to keep an eye on, guys, if you're following stocks and and you're following crypto, the 10-year and two-year curve, right? The difference between those two typically signifies whether or not we're in a recession or not. This morning, it hit an all-time high split of 80 basis points. That is the highest split since 1981, and what happened after 1981 was not pretty, right? Um so please just be careful out there. There's a lot of indicators and a lot of things that we don't see on an everyday basis that if you're not looking at it and you're not looking for it, it's going to catch up to you eventually. So just be careful, save your money as best you can, put it in your bank, put it in cash, put it in a shoebox, do whatever the hell you can, save your money. Um but I think I think that's going to wrap up today. We're going to leave you with this though. I'm going to I want to leave with this cuz right now where I'm recording it's 9:30 in the morning. Bitcoin is still at uh, seven uh, like roughly seventeen thousand. So, I bet by the time we do our next podcast, I bet you're still at seventeen thousand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, do, I definitely think it will be within that range. But listen, guys, I will leave you with the the, the the kind of the hot topic of today's podcast, and that is risk management. Please make sure you have risk management if you are going to trade. Seriously volatile market right now. There's a lot of news that can possibly come out. It can come out at any time, as Mike touched on. We have points coming out next week. We don't know what they are. We can predict what they are. They may come out and they may change the market. So please ensure you have proper risk management if you are entering a trade. And I hope you all have a nice day.
0: Yeah, that's a great, 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 great final thoughts there, Mr. JB. Guys, gals, thank you so much for listening in. Make sure you smash that like, smash the subscribe button, and we will catch you. In a couple of days.